This is the Power Producers Podcast, where we are refining and redefining the sales game. Rule number one is you have to believe in yourself. You're the only one who doesn't think you belong in this appointment. The prospect has already validated your existence by scheduling time with you. Get it through your head you belong here. Go in there, crush it, and close the deal. A place where sales professionals can come to learn from other sales professionals and thought leaders that have mastered their craft. The difference between a good salesperson and a best-in-class salesperson is only two minutes. By spending an extra two minutes on what you might think is a mundane task in the sales game, you separate yourselves from the pack, you grow your book of business, you close more deals, and you retain your accounts. As well as their peers who are still striving for perfection to achieve their why. I have a wife and four kids. Failure is not an option. Real sales professionals. Real stories. Real results. It's no different than being a professional baseball player. You can't be a one-trick pony. You have to be a five-tool player in order to succeed in this game. This is the Power Producers Podcast. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Power Producers Shop Talk. And we are continuing our series on CRM with... The one, the only, the man, the myth, the kayak fishing legend, which is only secondary to his skills as a CRM guy, Mr. David Lefevre. There you go. Who is who is our man and the guy that anchors the team down here at, at Florida Risk Partners. And today I want to get into a couple things because there's a lot of things inside the insurance industry, and it's probably good before we get too much into functionality and, and deep dive into this stuff. There's stuff that works out of the box, and then there's stuff that's fully customizable. And I know there are agents out there who are trying to figure out which system is going to work for me. And we always say, and we we have said in prior episode or episodes, that the CRM that you need to get is the one that's going to work for you. But, you know, I know, David, you probably don't have as much background or knowledge on the, the prepackaged products that we have in the insurance industry because you live in the HubSpot Salesforce world. But, you know, there are some advantages, you know, we have companies like insured mine or agency zoom or better agency that an agency can buy on a monthly basis. And it's going to give them some better than average functionality to do basic tasks right out of the box. So I want to make sure everybody that's listening to this understands that ain't what we're talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are all good systems. They all have their place. And I, you know, I have absolutely nothing against any of them by any stretch. I mean, some of my best friends in the industry, you know, developed better agency, but that's not where I'm going for now because as much as I love them, they're not ready for my agency yet. And the people that were are that are our audience want to hear that, right? And so we're going to talk about what we're doing here, and there may be a day down the road, and I think that that's coming probably sooner than later with how quickly that product's developing, that it will be right for my agency, and at that time, I'm going to have a decision I'm going to have to make. But until that happens, we're going to continue to double down on HubSpot, which is what which is what has gotten us uh, to where we are right now. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk to people about those CRMs that I call fully customizable or extremely customizable, maybe not fully, that you can pick and choose what you want to do and make it do what you want to do. Extreme sort of how, CRM. Yeah. That's, that's what we got. That's what we got to title this one. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, I think that a lot of times agency owners are looking at the price tag. Again, they're they're looking with a scarcity mindset as opposed to an abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand based on, you know, how much I have invested and I use the term invested intentionally into this process that, um, you know, this is a long-term play for me and I'm going to have a return. But you have to realize, you know, when you're when you're making these decisions as an agency principal, it's not like you're going to dump a bunch of money into a CRM system and then a month later you've already got your money back. Um, you're going to have to look at other things. And so it could be a few things. Number one, how much is this going to make me? Number two, how much will it save me? But not necessarily in dollars as far as the the software is but inefficiency how much right yeah how much more efficient is my team going to operate am i able to automate tasks that could actually keep me from having to hire people not so that we can replace the client experience but so that we can enhance the client experience and make it better for everybody because we have those tools and i mean that's the way that i look at it and that's sort of how things have been set up for us but there's four of them out there that I think that a lot of people are familiar with uh, Salesforce, HubSpot, Infusionsoft, and then one that's really kind of out on its own, and that's Zoho CRM, which is a customizable CRM if you can figure out how to customize it. And huh. you know, and it's cheap, right? So I don't think that I, I, I don't think that uh, you have to necessarily buy an out of the box solution because of the price tag gap between what you can get, let's say an agency Zoom that's from what I understand, like 75 to $100 a month versus Zoho CRM, which you can get for $35 a a month per user and then customize it and make it do exactly what you want it to do because um, you can. And I, and I know this because there's people in killing commercial that are doing it right now and, and have had a lot of success with it. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, today, David is kind of what, what kind of customizations, what kind of things should we as agency principals be looking for? And if you're a producer listening to this, this is great ammo for you to go back to your boss and say, Hey, talk to me. You know, these are the things we should be doing because I know these work in agencies out there. So if, if you were looking to go into an agency based on what you know now, two and a half years later, I tell people all the time when I talk about David Lefevre coming into Florida Risk Partners, and I, I, I tell them, look, you need to use this guy if you can, because the learning curve is gone. He learned to shave on my face, you know? So, <laughs> you know, he knows the CRM, but, and, and it's obviously my face and not uh, Kyle's over here. Don't even come time. near me. <laughs> God. Uh, Are you goodness. even in insurance anymore? I mean, I'm waiting to see you like be the next guy on the front of the brawny paper towels. COVID <laughs> beard, man. That's the COVID beard. He's got COVID <laughs> living in that beard the way it looks right now. Yeah, right, dude. Shit is pristine. Or maybe you're just rooting for the lightning. That's what it is. It is. You've it's been just, growing it since the beginning yeah, of the season, Yeah, it's playoff right? beard from last year's so. playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's majestic is what it is. You guys are jealous. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, David, I appreciate it. Thanks for all the kind words. Um, Well, first thing I want to mention is that Infusionsoft is now called Keep. So they've changed their, they were bought out, they changed their name. Uh, You you can still see both things out there, but basically they're now Keep. What a terrible Um, name. Stupid, (laughs) stupid name. I'm so glad you said that. Right? 
K-E-A-P. But, um, you know, what all of them have in common is they're all extremely customizable. And um, whereas I can't speak to some of the, the pre-built, you know, insurance agency platforms that are out there. But, you know, if, if you want to make your business fit their technology, then that's great. You can you can do that. But but realize there may be things that you do that you're going to have to change simply because their system's not set up to be able to work the way that you work. Well, I think that's a very unique point, too, for for middle market. Okay, where we're Mm -hmm. at is not where the lion's share of insurance agencies across the country are. Okay, we're we're in um, different territory. We're competing against publicly traded brokerages and in in you know household names and things like that. So, you know, I, I want to be careful in, in how I how I frame this because I I don't want anything anybody out there thinking I'm saying anything at all negative about you know those right. prepackaged Mm-mm. products because those have been developed around that main street agency that has nothing right now. It's the the heavy personal line shop that's got some small commercial and, you know, automated cross-sell campaigns and, you know, creating lists of people who buy this product but don't have these things uh, in your agency that you can market to and all of that. They work absolutely perfect because those agencies are a lot of them. Outside of the culture, inside the agency and the people, they are pretty much the same in, in many respects. But when you start doing you know middle market and risk management t- uh, type accounts, that's not the case. And it's a different mm-hmm. marketing message. Um, when you're trying to get to a CFO of a $50 million company than it is when you're trying to get to uh, Sally Jones, the CFO of a $50,000 a year house, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and you're doing account-based selling. Sorry, you're, you're not just doing You're not just doing one-to-one selling, right? So you're really trying to close accounts. So you're trying to make sure that you capture all as many people as you can that are in that decision-making circle out of prospect, um, and gathering that information and making sure that you have those names, those contacts, those emails, because you may not always be able to get in and talk to the CFO, um, but you know you might be able to get in and talk to you know an accounting manager um, who to you know can then refer you up, or you know you're, can 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 give you a good reference by the time you do get in front of the CFO. So you're really doing account-based selling, and and that's. That's how I look at it, at least. But, you know, when you're talking about the HubSpots, the Keeps, uh, Slash Infusionsoft, Zoho, and all these completely customizable platforms, it really boils down to what data do you need to do the work you want to do? And how does your, how do you, you know, you can make the software work to enhance your current business process and sales process versus having to rebuild a sales process based upon the software. Now, th- that's nothing new. I mean, this is this is basically software 101. At the end of the day, you've always had a choice whether you were using, you know, ACT to, to manage your contact and sales back in the day, you know, well, how do we do this? Well, you've got to change the way you do sales to accommodate the software. And that's not always acceptable, nor is it, going to end up being profitable and you might find out a year or two down the road that it just isn't going to work and you are going through that loop again. So these platforms gives you the ability to add whatever you want, sync whatever you want, uh, you know, whether you're wanting to focus on workers' comp dates, 
whether you're wanting to sync up with a uh, agency management system in some way, shape, or form, you know, you want policy information or it doesn't matter to you have policy information, you don't need it, you don't put it in there. Um, you know, they have mobile uh, uh, phone apps that allow you to, you know, access your data through mobile phone and manage your clients through the mobile phone. But, you know, they're really developed around trying to support, uh, uh, a, you know, a corporate marketing and a corporate sales organization, which is, you know, overkill for a lot of people, but it really depends. If you want a customized, I don't want to change my business. I don't want to change my processes. I want to build something that's going to improve it, what I do, instead of having to change what I do. Um, that's really the, you know, that that is that is the key factor for deciding on whether to go into these platforms. But you, like you said, David, when you do, you need to be looking at it for, you know, how am I saving money in terms of hours, man hours and labor, or am I able to improve the sales that I make? So instead of, you know, closing, you know, five new clients last month, am I able to add a client every month on average, you know, and, and basically pay for the software and then some, and that's great. That's what you want to be able to do. And that's how you could look at how you're paying for it. So obviously, you know, if somebody's going to choose to go down that road of customizing their own CRM, that can be a little bit overwhelming. I mean, I was a horrible idea for me yeah. to decide, Hey, I'm going to go customize, customize yeah. my own CRM. I have no clue what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so like where, you know, where should somebody start when, when they're, you know, kind of trying to go down this road? Like, well, like what, like what's yeah, the first and, thing? And you and so, I actually had the same kind of question. Let me frame it just a little bit differently. Okay. Um, you know, number one, outside of hiring David Lefevre, which I would highly recommend, and I'll give you his contact information at the end of this. Um, you know, what I would tell you is, and where I think I see most people fall short. Number one, you, you know, you need to know what the data is that you need, right? And I mean, we have a mm -hmm. podcast that's releasing on Monday with Ryan Deeds. That's probably one of the favorite, one of my favorite podcasts that we did. Just. Number one, I don't know what's going on inside that guy's head at any given time. Like he is just, I bet he, like all four walls of his office are a whiteboard. That's, I mean, that's what I have the feelings going on where he's just mapping stuff in just like, you want to know what Ryan wants for Christmas? A big box of data with a red ribbon on it. Give him some data. He loves data as <laughs> much data as my guy. son. Yeah. As much as Ethan loves Fabuloso, Fabuloso. Ryan Deeds loves data. But that being said, you got to know what the data is that you want. But more importantly, not not necessarily more importantly, but the other thing is, and where How I think, do you use it? yeah, what's your process for using it, right? And so we've mm -hmm. done podcasts on the sales process and understanding the stages of that and all of those things. And to me, I'm I'm just interested. I mean, to me, if I'm and we're not even getting into like the marketing and the service aspect. I'm just talking about straight CRM so that you can take clients or prospects and leads and suspects and all of that and watch how they migrate through your system, you got to have the system set up. Otherwise, you're customizing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there, there's a, uh, uh, think, think of a couple different layers. One is I need my core data about what am, what am I capturing? What do I need to know about the people and the companies? You know, that, that, I mean, that's really where it starts because you need that information. I need to know we've got Bob Smith, that he's the VP of, of finance, that he works for ABC Company. 
here's his phone number, here's his email address, you know, and uh, he, you know, then I need to know about the company, you know, where they at, how big are they, you know, all the things that you need to know to be able to talk intelligently to Bob when that time is, when you get that opportunity. All right, stop for one second, um, because salespeople, this is something that you have got to do that you probably aren't. We all suck at it, but it's the basic, one of the most basic things you can do when you're in a meeting. And here you go. You ready? Take notes, period, right? Yep. Take notes because the CRM is so much more valuable. I mean, David's giving you good information, but when I worked with the very first business development manager that I ever worked with, which that's a nice way to say telemarketer on steroids, the reason she was so effective was because of all of the personal information she had. And so that's one of the reasons why I bought this thing and I'm not advertising for them. They're not paying me to talk about this, but that's why I bought this Remarkable, right? Now I don't have to worry about going in with my legal pad, taking notes, and then wondering what happens to those notes. I mean, I've got copious amounts of legal pads everywhere that have million dollars ideas. Dude, I've got three right here, and I was just about to say I'm glad you brought this up because we're out of legal pads at least. There we go. Well, (laughs) maybe I just need to buy you a Remarkable as well then. Where's the the petty cash? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but the deal is now I can go in and I can take my notes, and with a single button, I can sync them to the cloud, and they'll automatically be there every single time. So when I need to go back, I have a workflow that I'm developing for myself. Go to the new business appointment, learn as much about Bob as I can when I'm talking to him. I want to know about his wife, his kids, what they do for fun, all of this other stuff while we're building rapport. Sometimes we have these conversations and we view them to be superficial. I happen to think that's probably the most important part of the entire sales meeting because you got to find the common ground so you can relate to these people on an individual basis. And so now I can take this thing, I can put it in, I can sync it to the cloud and then my workflow can be when I get back after my appointments or my marketing drops or whatever at the end of the day, I can take and pull that up and have my notes on each, my note sheet on each person, and I can immediately either just take that file and attach it to the contact record in HubSpot, or I can sit down and type it out and maybe add and embellish on it um, with other thoughts that I had as we were having the conversation. But if you're mm-hmm. not taking notes when you're in these meetings, you are leaving a huge part of CRM out, and that's where you really are able to win because you know, you made the mention about ACT, you know, when, when I was working with Marlene, my, my business development manager back in the day, that's what she had. She had like a 25-year-old mm-hmm. ACT database. It, it was sick. She, Windows 98. She had everything, yeah. <laughs> everything. She knew yeah. pets' names, kids' names, sports where they played, where they went to church, what their favorite restaurant was, you know, if they had health mm-hmm. issues or something because, hey, you know, I can't deal with this right now. I'm going through a little bit of a health problem. It, Okay, great. Boom. Guess what? That went into ACT. Hey, you know, last time we talked, you were dealing with some stuff. I'm actually glad to hear that you're on the phone. Tell me how that worked out. Is everything good with you? Blah, 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 blah. But that's what you use it for. Again, it goes back to get the CRM that you're going to use. And that's a huge place that I think every single one of us has a gap in, me included. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you know, nobody can remember everything. And, you know, depending upon, you know, how how many prospects you're out constantly talking to over time, it's going to add up because you're going to be working somebody and they're going to buy from somebody else. And they're going to sit idle for a year or six months before you can really talk to them again. And in the meantime, they're not top of mind. You're off doing other things. And, but when the, when the, when the bell comes up and the task comes on that says, Hey, I need to call Bob again, you need to refresh your brain 
And the only place you're going to refresh your brain is either try to find those legal pads and go back through the stack that you've got, you know, that's three inches tall. Or if you put it in the CRM, it's right there and you'll be able to refresh your memory. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it is, uh, you know, it's data storage. Well, hey, but look. I want to, I want to shift. Shift real quick, though, if I could. Before you on do that, that though, I have I wanna... one more thing that's practical to this. And here's the deal, guys. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're awesome at taking notes, and you take notes on everybody. I mean, you write war and peace on every freaking prospect appointment that you're in. But you know where you do suck? You suck at trade shows. Trade shows, you get copious amounts of business cards. You stick them in your pocket. What do you do with them? Well, they probably stay in your pocket <laughs> if you're like me, and half the time they come out a mangled mess because your wife doesn't check your pockets, although mine does because she finds money in there a good bit of the time and then keeps it. But you know what I'm getting at is it goes back to process again. You know, we I talked about me buying the Remarkable so I can take notes and, and get my stuff into the system. I had to develop a process around that. If you're in a niche industry, my good friend Josh Gurley and Andrew Deering have truck and trailer makers. Um, you know that they, they go and they deal with these guys in their niche and they go to the trade show and the trade shows in the different states to represent themselves and they pay a lot of money to do that they have to buy the booth and all of this other stuff and then they get all these business cards and what happens with them and josh would be the first person to tell you he has a stack of them and they try and call everybody and they do this and they do that but what happens if you had a way right here I get the business card, boom, take a picture of it. HubSpot for us, and I can only talk about our product, has a business card scanner as part of their application where I can do it, and boom, now my contact record's created, and I have a mm -hmm. workflow. So if, even if I'm not going to do it, the second that I go back to my hotel room, I can have that business card go in and have a, a, a workflow set up or a sequence or whatever we want to call it in HubSpot that's going to assign a task for me to go in and make sure that I've filled in that contact. I can add conversation notes whatever else. But if I take that picture every single time, boom. Hey, guess what else it does? It's posturing. If you're meeting with the prospect and you get their card and the first thing you do is yank your cell phone out and take it in there and say, hey, I got to make sure I get this in every single time because it's important that we met today. And I want you to know you are going to hear from me. So I just let me scan your card quick and now we can finish our conversation. Yeah, they're, they're usually wondering. They're going, oh, that's great. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, you've got a conversation about your technology and your sales processes and your business, not on, you know, how am I going to sell you insurance? So, mm -hmm. which is what you don't want to have. You don't mm -hmm. want to have that conversation until you're ready to have it. But um, yeah, I mean, that 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 is, it's all about the uniqueness. So it's, it's interesting because in Salesforce, for example, um, you know, they have a, there's, they have a lightning dialer and it's an add-on. You got to pay for it but it's essentially designed to sit there and allow you to just start dial, 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 dial. You know, if you wanted to call a hundred people in a day, you go, there's my list. And, and you literally sit down, punch numbers and dial. And, and depending upon what happens, you just check, 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 check. And you tell it, I reached them. I didn't reach them. And it, it automates that process significantly making a difference in your productivity. So every little you know, every one of these applications, you know, there's if, if, if it's not built in, it usually has an add on that can help you be productive in the area that you want to be productive in. And so if you've got a, a company where you're, do, you're just doing a lot of dialing for dollars and that's what you do and that's part of your business process, you know, there you go. There, there's a tool that is available that may not be available on the built in stuff. I don't know because I don't I don't I don't use them, but 
again, cost savings, right? How much time does that save you? How, how per, much more productive does it make you or make your team to be able to, to be able to use a tool like that and acquire new leads, new prospects and close more deals? Well, I mean, listen, there's a there, so, going with the dialer thing. And I want to, I want to keep this within uh, sort of the confines of how long we let our shop talk episodes go. And we'll just stop and pick it up in the next episode. But, um, you know, there's a lot of really cool tools around that that leave ringless voicemails. I think one of them is like Sly Broadcast or something like that. What happens if you come up with a really good generic phone script for a trade show? For example, I'll, I'll ride that pony as long as we're talking about it. We come up with a, a, a really good script for a, a Sly Broadcast ringless voicemail drop so that at the end of the day at the trade show, you have everybody in your CRM and then boom, you can send something out that says, hey, I just want to touch base. This is David Carruthers from Florida Risk Partners. And it was great meeting you at the at the trade show that we were at today. And I just want to let you know, I really appreciate the conversation that we had. I'm not going to bug you. I'm a low-key dude, but I would like to follow back up, and I'm going to be touching base with you in the next little bit. Um, you know, If you're interested in talking sooner than when uh, I may get back, you can catch me again at the booth tomorrow, or you, know, you can go here to this link and schedule time with me directly on my calendar, and we can have a conversation that's convenient for you when you get back into the office. I didn't make that about any one person. I didn't, you know, that could go to anybody. So if I met 50 people, all 50 people could get that exact same message and realize, wow, this guy's really on his A game. He got my card. He scanned it in. He's already called me. He wants to talk further. I'm already such a leg up on everybody else in the insurance game just because I talk to them more in 24 hours than their agent has in six months. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I think there's a lot of, a lot to that. So you weren't wanting to go in another direction right before I went off on my yeah. tirade there. Um, mm -hmm. Do we need to reserve that for the next episode and maybe kick off with that? Well, how much time do we have left We're on this one? We're about negative nine um, minutes. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead and reserve that. But I will I will just say what it is, and that is, you know, we talked about the data about the people and the companies, but we need to talk about pipelines yeah. and processes. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think that's and, great. And that's that a whole applies. episode in, its of, in and of itself. So we're going to wrap yeah. up, people. His name is David Lefevre. His company is Sales Power. S A L E S P W R dot com. Got to buy a vowel if you want to go to somebody else. But if you're going to him, it's salespowerpwr.com, and he can hook you up. Salesforce, HubSpot. I'm not going to talk about anybody else because I don't know. Anybody, any other systems that, you're, that you work with that you're, you're familiar with? Uh, yep, Entreport, and I've uh, worked around with Keep quite a bit. Well, I so, should I should know Entreport, um, I mean, and a few others that I that I've probably forgotten more than I remember. But uh, they're all generally the same. They're easy to work in once you kind of get past the the general how, where the buttons are. They all do the same thing. Good deal. Cool. All right, everybody, have a great weekend, and we will catch you next Friday on the next episode of Shop Talk, where we're going to be talking about processes and procedures surrounding the CRM. See ya. You've been listening to the Power Producers Podcast. You can follow Killing Commercial Insurance on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to take your game to the next level, next level, check out our book, The Extra Two Minutes, and our website, killingcommercial.com.